Jesus. Again, welcome. Woo! <laughs> oh, glory! I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I am. I promise you, I'm going to minister. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited about Jesus. This is, oh, prayer was awesome. You know, it's so. It's, you know, we have prayer before praise and worship. Then we go into the service, and it's so good. I guess I'm going to say it's preparation because, you know, you're praying and just kind of emptying yourself and just soaking in him during prayer and having him speak to your heart. And then you go into praise and worship. And then again, your focus is on him and you're just loving on him. And then we go into the message and we're so ready. Amen. It's like we're so ready because it's like, I'm, Lord, I'm ready. I'm just ready to hear from you. And he just puts you, and you're just in this place as you've experienced his presence. And you're in this place, and it's just good. Amen. I have no other way to describe it. It's, it's just good. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Glory be to God. So again, I say good morning. I say welcome. To Word of Life Ministries, I'm going to be ministering to you this morning, and I, I just, I enjoy whenever I have an opportunity to minister to anyone, be it one person, be it a thousand people, it doesn't matter, the Word is the Word. Glory be to God, so I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to minister to you this morning. Also, those of you who, if you're already on Facebook, um, please hit share now while you're there. Because you don't know, I'm going to say that's your part in blessing whoever might listen to this message. That's your part in not taking it all to yourself, but in sharing it. So that you don't know who, who, you, who you might bless. It may be 3 o'clock in the morning and somebody's scrolling and they see this message and they stop by the Holy Spirit. They stop and they may be ministered to. Glory Amen. be to God. Because that's the whole, that's what it's all about. It's about others being ministered to and coming to know Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, Pastor's been teaching on faith for the last couple of weeks. And he's going to continue. He hasn't finished that series on faith. I'm going to teach on faith and you'll see as I go. I can't even explain it. I'm going to do a little recap first. I'm going to do, hold on a second. Oh, a title. <laughs> okay. A title is Faith is Love or Love is Faith, whichever way you want to put it. Glory be to God. And and that's the title. I'm saying that because the first thing I wrote on my notes is faith is everything. And I got that. I was, you know, I was going back and listening to Pastor's messages prior to this one. And in the very first message, he said, he says, faith is everything. 
And the way he said it, it was like, yes. And this walk, faith is everything. Faith is the key, the, the component that opens up all of the promises that are ours. Amen. Because of what Christ did, it's faith Amen. that does it. So that we, because we're already positioned to receive it, but we need to receive it. Glory be to God. So faith is what, so we're, because we're going to be talking about love some, a little bit today. Anyway, faith is everything. And one thing Pastor said also, he said that faith is immovable trust in God. Immovable trust in God. And what has happened a lot of times, and I was, you know, the question that brings to mind is, do we trust God? It's just that simple. If it's immovable trust in God, then do we trust God? Amen. Because when something's immovable, God, it can't be moved. That's right. It's immovable. So if we have this immovable trust in God, then there's nothing that can cause us not to trust him. No situation, no circumstance, nothing will cause us not to trust him. So faith is immovable trust in God. And what's so awesome about that is that it's his faith that causes us or allows us to trust him. It's his faith. It's not our faith. It's not our trust. And one of the things that's 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 with, with us sometimes is because of because let me let me go back to my notes, see what I wrote down. Sometimes we have a hard time trusting God because our trust has been broken in others. Mm. Yep. And that's what we will do because our trust has been broken. And we can say something like, and we won't trust people because it's like we'll say, well, I know who he is, so I'm not going to trust him. You won't fool me again. So I'm not going to trust him. You've had your chance. So I'm not going to trust him. And point out, we'll just start say, I'll never trust you again. That's where we are with our trust. And then we carry it over and we won't trust God, not because of what he's done, because if we know and have a true revelation in what he's done, there's not, we have no choice but to trust him. But we will take our life experiences, and then when something doesn't happen the way we think it should happen, then we're not trusting God. Right. That's, that's, that's not the way it's supposed to be because of faith. And he made it so simple for our faith to work because he said, oh, we believe. Mm. He said, all things are possible to them who believe in he made it so easy for us if we would trust him. He made it so easy for us because he is a good God who's our father. He has made it so easy for us if we would but trust him. So this immovable, immovable trust, and it's his faith that he's given unto us. The scripture tells us that he's given to every man the measure of faith. That's all the faith we will ever need to achieve whatever we find in his promises. 
that we will dare believe him for. Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Yes. Glory right. be to God. We play a part in this. And oftentimes we miss it because well, if God wants it done, he'll do it. If you want it done, believe God. Absolutely. If it's in his word, he's given it to you. If you believe, believe God. Glory be to his name. And the scripture says, I want to get us, I'm laying this foundation to get us to where we're going to go. Um, as pastor, you talked about this too. The just, we are the just, the righteous. We shall live by faith. That's it. Point blank, plain and simple. You know, our father is so good. We complicate this. <laughs> you know, we do it. He didn't complicate it. We complicate it. The just shall only believe. How easy is that? The just shall live by faith. Are, are we just? Have we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior? Yes. We qualify. We're amen, amen. Okay, you're just. Now live by faith. That's it. Only, how easy is that? A child can understand that. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's why he wants us to become his children right. so we'll believe it. Because once we grow up, and then we get out of that mind, oh, I'm grown now. That's why you ain't <laughs> believing like this. That's right. Because you're grown now. We are still his children. Amen. Glory be to God. We are his children. He is our father. So we need to trust and believe him as we expect our children to trust and believe us. Amen. Glory be to God. Our life, our life line to all of our spiritual blessings are made available to us. Who who require faith and trust in Him and not in ourselves. It's our lifeline to all of His. Note, I said all of His spiritual blessings. Because this is a mistake that the church not. I'm gonna say they don't realize that they're making this. They have made this mistake because when it comes to again spiritual blessings, we're blessed. The Scripture says. We're blessed with all spiritual blessings, not natural blessings. All spiritual blessings. And what happens oftentimes, we as the believers, the body of Christ, we will look at things, material things, and we'll say, oh, they're blessed. <laughs> we'll say, right. oh, they're blessed. This, I Googled this, guys, because I Google a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I Googled this, and this is a... The pastor's going to be so upset probably if he, when he, well, I'm going to say it. So, <laughs> I Googled, because when I thought about spiritual blessings, because, let me tell you, let me tell you why I Googled it first. Because I'm thinking about spiritual blessings compared to, to natural things. And when people think of blessings, a lot of people, they think of blessings in the natural. They think of houses and cars and boats and all these things, right? But I'm thinking spiritual blessings. I'm thinking you know, wholeness and healthy and and peace of mind and mm. joy and I'm thinking these blessings, okay? So I Googled <laughs> I Googled homes, either homes or houses where there were I think it's like luxury homes or something, where people were murdered or something like that. I can't something along that line. 
And these were like, like these were mansions. Yeah. And people were like murdered in these mansions. And these were like, like in Miami, mansions in Miami and yeah. California. I mean, all these places. Now riding past that place, they may have been even gated neighborhoods, I don't know. But riding past these places, you'll, you could say, boy, I love to live in that house. But you don't know. You look at that house, but you don't know what it is to live in that that's house. That's right, that's right. You don't know what's happening on the other side of those walls. That's why with spiritual blessings, spiritual, not, not curses, but spiritual blessings. And because, I mean, manicured lawns, the hedges, the trees, the, everything, everything you could even imagine in the natural, but it could be hell on the other side. And you could ride past me. Why are you like to live there? No, you not if you do the truth. <laughs> so we need to, we need to stay focused on the spiritual, because God is a spirit. He's a spirit. Yes, we are spirit. We are a spirit being. Yes. We have a soul, and we live in a body because we need this body to function here. Right. Once our spirit is gone, then this body's left here. This spirit, this body ain't going with our spirit. That's right. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we get this resurrected body. Glory be to God. Glory Amen. Be to Amen. God. So here we are. Here we are with our faith. And this is uh, what I did was, what I did was, I was thinking about some hindrances, things that hinder our faith. And this is a list of things that I wrote down that hinder our faith. But we're not going to go through all these things. But these are some hindrances to our faith. And I'm sure the list can go on. These are the ones that I wrote down. Fear. Feelings of unworthiness, which is when we don't understand our righteousness. Not walking in love. Unforgiveness. Or harvest of heart of our heart, doubt and unbelief, ignorance of the word, and our mind, not having peace of mind. These, those are things that hinder our faith. So it's like, okay, how am I going to teach this to, and I was like, yeah, I just sat down, just, just listen. And so today, we're going to go to 1 John, we're going to begin it chapter 4, beginning of chapter 4. That's where we're going to go and we're going to have the Holy Spirit speak to our hearts. Because it's going to take, it's not going to, it takes it takes faith. We're not going to walk this walk and live this victorious life that we see other believers living and we're wondering, well, why can't we? Because they trust God. They believe God. They died to themselves that Christ was dead. That's what they've done. Yeah. And everything that's available to, to that believer is available to us as believers. It's ours as believers. So we're learning to take a hold and, and, and walk out and experience what's ours. Faith is ours. If you're born again, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Faith is yours. Faith is in you. He's given it unto you. How good is that? You're going to win the lottery, and here's the winning ticket. Amen. How awesome is that? Thank you. <laughs> How awesome is 
God. That's our God. Glory be to God. Okay, I'm not, okay, don't, don't even, sorry I said that, scratch that. Here we go, back to the scriptures. <laughs> oh, take that spiritually, okay, not naturally, take it spiritually. Okay, chapter 4, 1 John, chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. We cannot believe every spirit is of God. As believers in Christ Jesus, we cannot believe every spirit is of God. The scripture tells us to try that spirit. We don't just hear something and take a hold of it and run with it. It may not be God. That's right. Jesus may have, he may not have anything to do with that. But try the spirit by the spirit, whether they be of God. Because many false prophets are going out into the world. Verse 2. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses, no, 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 no. This is about knowing. This walk is about knowing. That which you know, that which you have experienced, can't nobody take it from you. That's right. Amen. Nobody. Nobody can convince you otherwise. That's right. Your experience, my brother back there, can't nobody, he has an awesome testimony about, about his wrist and well, I think it was 10 years you couldn't wear a watch? 10 years? About that. About that. And I don't know when it happened or when he noticed that it had happened, but he, his wrist was healed. He sent us, he sent us a, we didn't know the story of the wrist or the wrist and a watch. And so he sent us a text message with him wearing a watch. So I'm thinking, oh, my brother got a Rolex? What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> and so he he comes to church and he shares the whole story about the, the wrist and the watch. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So, no. So there's a knowing that we have to experience. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh you know, there are groups or there are people, there are some that they don't confess that. They don't believe that he has come in the flesh. That's where we base our faith. That's right. It's on that truth. That's right. And the next verse. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that of Antichrist. That's the spirit of the Antichrist, anti-Christ, anti-Jesus. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. That anti-Jesus was already there when he was when he was here, when he yes. left. Anti-Jesus, anti anti-Christ. It was there then. It was there. Verse 4. Ye are, we are of God. And look at that, little children. <laughs> he sees us as his children. Isn't it awesome? Yes. When we say we are children of God, we are children of God. Amen. And half the time, I mean, I know to our, to our children, they see us as adults. 
God does not see us as adults. Praise God. God. See us yeah. as adults. He sees us as children, little children, as little children, and sometimes disobedient children, sometimes stubborn children, sometimes prideful children. All those things Amen. that we see in others or in our own or whatever, you know, sometimes those things our Father may see in us. We hope not. But sometimes he may see those, and he's like, don't think I'm just acting just like little children now, then. <laughs> no. He calls us little children, and, but he loves them. He loves his little children. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. And this takes, this is when we are more mature, and we understand as we are his children, but we're growing up a little bit Amen. in the things of God. Amen. In the things of God. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and he took up a bone inside of us, now we have the greater one in us. Amen. Amen. We have the greater, because the, the scripture says it, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. So whatever the world brings at me, he that is in me is greater. Amen. It doesn't matter. It does not matter what the world brings at me. It does not matter. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is the spirit of the living, resurrected Christ in me than whatever obstacle comes that the world can bring. Amen. Amen. He that's in me has already overcome. Yes. Amen. How awesome is that? that? How can we not win every battle? How can we not? When we trust. When we trust our God. We trust his word. How could we not? You are God, little children, have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Next verse. They are of the world. They are of the world. Those who don't have Christ in them, they are of the, they are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world. It makes sense. They're of the world, so they speak like the world speaks. Because that's that's their home. That's that's who they are. And the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. Because let me finish the verse. He that is not of God heareth not us. Here I know. We, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error, because there is a, a witness. When I come, when I'm speaking to someone and we're in the same family, that the spirit that's in them and the spirit that's in me, they connect because they're one and we're united, we're one in Christ Jesus, and we, we hear and we connect with each other. When I go to the, I can't to go to go to the world and start talking about Christ. It's it's foreign to them because they first need to accept Christ. That's the message to them is that He loves them. Amen. He wants to live in them. 
He's already, you know, he's, he's, he's provided a way for their salvation and they don't perish. He's done all that. They need but to believe what's and receive what's already theirs. Then we can talk. Amen. <laughs> then we've got so much to share, so much to talk about, so much to, so that they can, welcome to the family. Now, these are the rights. These are the, 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 the promises. This is your inheritance. This is, now that you're in the family, this is all, you're in the kingdom and this is all yours now. Because the scripture says that we have the kingdom with, inside of us. Everything that we can ever want is in, it's already provided for in the kingdom. Amen. Right. Amen. So Amen. Now, now they can know. Now they can know who they are and what they possess. Beloved, verse 7, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Beloved. Beloved. He calls us his beloved. Isn't it neat to be saved? We're, we're Amen. His beloved. He says, beloved, let us love one another. How hard is that? Truthfully, it, I know it probably is, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be difficult because, if you're dead, one, if you're dead to yourself and you're alive to Christ, it should not be difficult to love because you're loving with his love. Amen, amen. Yeah, you have, yeah, you have struggles with your love. But if you will learn to love with his love. Someone had said something um, to me at one time. It was like, about, because we tell people we love them because we love them. I mean, we don't have to know you to love you because we love you with the love of God. Amen. And they just couldn't get behind that. Why are you always, like, they thought I was just flippantly saying it. Like, like no, I really do love you. You know? <laughs> Because that's his beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. So that tells me if there's some, you're having a hard time loving, <laughs> there's, we know there's nothing wrong with God. That's right. Okay? That's right. <laughs> we can't blame God if we're having a hard time loving. That's right. And it's so awesome because his love. It brings down barriers. Yes. And his love brings down barriers. There is no, there is no um, denominational walls. There's no racial. There's no economic. There's, there's none of that in his love. His love just loves. Right. His love knows nothing else but to love. That's who he is and that's what he does. He loves. Amen. I was Pastor um, was was, sharing, was teaching at one point. He said something. I, I don't remember what he said, but something along this line, I'm sure. And um, talking about denominations, I think. And it was like you you stand before. I mean, I don't think we'll care anyway. We stand before God. I don't think we'll care about anything we stand before God. I, I mean, we won't care about nothing. It's just God, and and we're in His presence, and we're going to stay here, and. It's not like I'm going to miss anybody because here's God, so I'm not going to miss nobody. I'm before God. How could I miss anybody? I'm before God. That's right. Yes, I'm 
it, it's like someone comes in and they're like, well, I'm a Baptist, and they go, well, what's a Baptist? Right. Uh, or what's a Methodist? Or what's a Catholic? Or what? He only knows Jesus. He knows Jesus, and he knows the love of the Lord. He knows the love that Jesus, what Jesus did was because of love. Amen. It was because of love. Because he loves us. He loves us. And he's given us his love so we can love others. He's given us his faith so we can use that for our, for our circumstances. We can join our faith with other people as well. Amen. We can join and, and, and help and, and, and be there to, to help undergird them and strengthen them and remind them what the word says. Hallelujah. Remind them. He that loveth not, in verse 8, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So if we're having a problem with loving the way the Lord loves, then we need to check our, we need to check our heart. You know, when I was reading this, I hope I can, I can bring this, but I hope it comes back to me as I, as I received it. It's like, um, we'll meet people, we'll meet people, and we can say, mm, that's, mm, something about that person. Can't quite put my finger on it, something about that person. That doesn't mean you don't love that person. It doesn't mean that. What that means is the Lord may be speaking something to your heart to pray. You don't have to, that's the thing about it. You don't have to know. That's right. Just pray. That's right. You don't have to know. He is so good because that's what love does. That's what love does. And then all of a sudden, one, one day you'll see that person, and when you embrace them, that whatever it was, it's gone. Say it was them or it was you. That's right. That's right. Could have been you. Yeah. But now it's gone. Because what? Because you prayed. Amen. Because you prayed. So Amen. Nothing. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So we are to love. We are to experience his love, share his love, walk in his love. Verse 9. In this was manifested the love of God towards us. He showed his love towards us that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. How awesome is that? We sang a song earlier. Is Christ in us? Is Christ in us so that we so that he can live? Because we don't want people to experience us. We want people to experience Christ in us. That's what that's our desire is that people will see Jesus and they'll want They'll want what you have, and what you have is Jesus, and they'll want Jesus, so you can lead them to the Lord because of what they see, because they see your love. Amen. Because they see that you genuinely care. They see that you're a genuine friend. They see that everything about you is genuine. There's nothing fake about you. There's nothing fake about our God. It's all real. It's our reality. Verse 10, herein is love. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent to his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Okay, we love him. Let me read the next verse first, and then I'll read that. Oh. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. 
If he loved us, and he did, and he does, we need also to love one another. Why are we, why is it difficult to love one another? Why is it so difficult for us to love one another? Why is it so easy, why is it easier to find fault than to love? And we're saying, we're saying that we're believers, we're, you know, we're full of the Holy Ghost, we're full of the power of God, we lay hands on the sick and they recover, we are tongue talkers, Bible talkers, or whatever, whatever, whatever. But you don't love each other? There's something wrong with that. There is definitely something wrong with that. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and his love is perfected in us. His love is perfected in his love. We're talking about his love. Hereby, love. There's a lot of knowing when it comes to the scriptures. There are so many things that we really need to know. Not wonder about or think about or doubt. We need to know. This is a, this is a knowing walk. Because faith is knowing. Glory be to God. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. Amen. This has happened. This is a, you, you know, that, there's that oneness. I remember when, my, when, my, my, when we were young, we were little, and my mom used to dye things. She, you know, she would dye clothes. And and that's what you know, we relate this to. It's like when you, you made your dye and you put your clothes in it and then it's whatever color. That's that oneness, you can't separate it. They're joined, that's it. The dye is, the color is in the cloth, it's in the threads. There's no separation. And that's how it is once we have united with Christ, we've accepted Christ as our savior and we are in him and he's in us. There's no separation. His love is in us. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. And sums up. Verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. Amen. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Are we saying the importance of love here? Mm -hmm. Are we saying it? Because the scripture tells us that faith works by love. So if we walk, if we work on our love walk, we may see our faith. That's right. We may see the work, the results of the faith, his faith that's already in us. But in love, because when we're in, when we walk in love, things that used to bother us, things that would be like mountains become molehills. That's right. Things that we would get distraught about, we won't anymore. Because love. Because love, I won't say it, love just explains it away. Love forgives. Love doesn't make a mountain, doesn't make a molehill a mountain. Love doesn't do that. Glory be to God. So here we are. What verse am I on now? 17, right? 17. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because he is because as he is, so are we in this world. So that they have judged. Yes, we can be bold. We're bold now. We'll be bold then because we know Jesus in us. Yes. Yes, 
I can be, yes, I can say I'm healed. Yes, I can say I'm delivered. Yes, I can say I lack right. no good thing. Yes. Yes, I can say I love my brothers. I can say I love the unlovable. I can say that. I can lay down at night and I can have peace and I don't have things keeping me awake. That's right. I don't, I, I, yes, because I'm bold enough to believe the word of God is my truth. Hallelujah. I take it as my truth. Because first, he loved me. Amen. But he gave me his love. So now I can love with his love. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. There is. So, okay, the God of heart again. Because as he is, so are we in this world. So many, so many believers are waiting to experience all of this when they leave this world. Hmm. Why? Why wait when it's ours now? Why wait? Right. We need we need this now. That's right. Amen. You know, we need, we need it right now. Yeah. So why are we gonna wait and get beat up and beat down and ran over and all of this because we won't trust and believe him now. We won't take his word as our truth right now. Right now. As Pastor says, right now. <laughs> so there is no fear in love. But perfect love casteth out fear. His love. His love. When things come, things that we that could bother us or hinder us or all those things I listen. When fear comes, when feelings of unworthiness, which means that we're not un, we're not walking our righteousness, when we're not walking in love, when there's unforgiveness, when there's a hardness of heart, when there's doubt or unbelief. When there is ignorance of the word of God, when all of that happens, there's no perfect love. Because all of that happens, all of that's a hindrance to faith. So there's no perfect love. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment. And that torment will keep you awake at night. It will keep you awake. Sleep will just escape you. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Perfect love casteth out fear. That's the desire of our heart. Is that we will love the way our Lord loves us with his love. With his love. Verse 19. We love him because he first loved us. And because he loved us, and he had his plan, and he fulfilled his plan. Now we can love him with his love because he's placed it inside of us. Glory be to God. Amen. If a man say, I love God and hates his brother, the Bible says he's a liar. If you say you love God and you hate your brother, the Bible says you are a liar. Because you're not going to love, you're not going to hate your brother. You're not going to hate when you love God. Hate that's right, that's right. When you love God. Amen. But he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? How does that, how can that happen? How can that happen? No. And this commandment have we from him, 
that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. also. Amen. Then go to Hebrews 11, 1, please. He that loveth God loveth his brother also. Remember those clothes that were dyed and became one? So does love. Amen. When you love God, you love your brother. That's right. It, it goes together. You can't, you can't separate it. You can't say you love God and hate your brother. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. Because love is love. Love doesn't have, love doesn't have um, divisions. It doesn't have preferences. It, does, it has no respect one for another. Love loves. That's what it does. And it loves all of mankind. That's what it does. And I said Hebrews 11, 1? Yes. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith, or faith is now. When we operate in faith, we always operate in the present. Because faith is always in the present. So whatever obstacle may come, whenever it may come, faith is there. Faith is always present because faith is always now. Now isn't tomorrow. Now isn't. We're always in now. That's right. We are always in now, so we should always be in faith. Faith is now. Now faith is. Right now. So I can operate now, like right now, on tomorrow's faith. I have to, whatever is right now, my faith is, I have faith for it. So whenever, wherever, at any time, when you need, whatever you may need, faith is right there. Faith is always right there because faith is always now. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to Amen. God. Faith is our everything. I'm going to I go to 2 Corinthians 2.11. 2 Corinthians 2.11. Glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory. I think that's where I want to go. He is so good. You know the Lord left nothing undone. There is absolutely nothing undone. Yes, lest we prevent the possibility that Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. If we are not operating in faith, Satan could get an advantage of us. Mm. You, guys, you guys have seen tennis, Gilmore's tennis? When the tie is scored, and then at the end they go to the to break the tie, is whoever goes up is their advantage. Yes. Because it's their advantage because now they're closer to winning. Because it's their advantage. If we're not, if we don't stay in faith, if we don't operate and live in faith, because the just who we are shall live by faith. So if we're not living and operating in faith, then Satan can get an advantage of us. Amen. And we don't want to give him. Nope. We don't want to give him an advantage. That's right. Because if we don't do what we know to do, he hasn't taken it. We've given it we to can. him. Absolutely. So we don't want to be guilty of that. We do not want to be guilty of that. We live and walk by faith. We trust God. 
We have a move of trust in God. We believe his word to be true. We live and walk out this life of a believer. And that's what we are to do, to walk out this life as a believer. So with that being said, if there's anyone listening to this message and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this isn't, this is for you. Amen. But you have to accept him to receive him. Because the scripture says that he wants no, no man to perish. He wants all to come into repentance. Because he wants all to be in eternity with him. And he made it so simple. He said, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart. Confession, confession is made with your mouth. And you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you should be saved. It's so awesome to know that he made salvation so easy. Saying it and believing it in your heart. Asking Jesus to come into your heart. Asking Jesus to live his life in you. Asking Jesus that you want to be a new creation in Christ Jesus. Yes. Just asking, asking him now. He made it so easy for us. And he made it easy because he loves us. Yes. Love. Oh, there's so many who think they're, that they aren't loved. But you are. Because God loves you. You know, even when we were sinners, he died for us. Amen. While we were sinners, he died for us and providing a way for our salvation. God is good. good. And God is love. And he loves you. We love you. So Facebook family, we thank you for your time. And um, enjoy, your, enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Come back next week. Pastor will be back. Glory be to God. And um, we love you all. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Oh, and share this. If you haven't already, share this message. If it's blessing you, trust and believe God that it will bless someone else. Glory be to God. Amen.